Welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is Old School Damager AOD uh, 801, representing Crime Time, Golden Spike Empire, and Apostle International, with a man who really needs no introduction, but I'm privileged to introduce. This is an interview that has been in a long time waiting. A man who is notoriously known for his infamous color schemes and his size of his productions. With uh, no further wait, let's get into this. Mr. Yukon, how are you? I'm good. Still trying to wake up this morning here. Oh, afternoon. My bad. My bad. But uh, we're at Beans and Brews and we got our coffee here. So uh, we're going to talk about some graffiti and then we'll make things lively. We'll get it going. <laughs> well, if you guys, uh, as, as you kind of said, we're at one of the more popular uh, coffee destinations here in Salt Lake City. And so as you hear traffic or conversations around us, uh, we get friendly with some of the crowd. That's just how we do it here. So I allow that, again, to add authenticity to your experience here. Um, Yukon, I mean, I'm just itching here. I've got like slivers in my mind I can't scratch. How long have you been riding? Oh, man. <laughs> Productively, not that long unproductively quite a while quite a while what do you uh, explain that what do you uh, mean productively unproductively uh, writing's writing right no actually well stuff that i like and i think dope. you know maybe 10 years maybe but uh since i you know first started seeing graph and getting into graph and tagging and like doing all that shit like uh maybe another five years on top of that so like 50, 50 no that can't be right let's see here i'm 20 now Doing the math in my head here, people. Sorry. So, yeah, the first four years or so, I wasn't really, you know, doing much. Obviously, as you know, most people do. I was real young. I got into it when I was in junior high. Wow. So that's my, impressive. Yeah, you know, I saw, you know, AOD tags, SADK, all this other stuff, and I was just like, holy shit, this shit is fresh. I was like, you know, I'm, I want to get a tag, and so I started writing pain p-a-y-n and <laughs> i thought that was pretty cool so i was doing that and just like just doing that and i went to my first year of a uh, of a uh, high school and still still wasn't figuring it out you know i couldn't do a piece to save my life so it's pretty much just all tagging i don't think i could even do a throw up at all and uh by then my dad uh, had gotten this new job and we moved out to Australia and that's when I uh, met a lot of really really fucking cool riders showed me the ropes showed me what was up and uh, I really got to uh, hone my skills I guess you could say as a graffiti writer out there and that was a very very good environment for anybody that wanted to uh, be in a position to get learn and get good and do fun shit what do you mean by that a good environment just the beautiful scene and the nice accents yeah i mean the scene out there is fucking it's bananas you know like it's awesome people are fucking way dedicated that that town the town that i was in i was in brisbane australia brisbane. their history with graffiti is way way deep they got the 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 amount of writers the 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 amount that their uh their artistic skills their their quality of work is outstanding uh, you know dedicated real ass fucking badass talented graffiti writers remember more more often than not cool as fuck and a lot of people who i look up to still this day and uh really couldn't have been a better place for me to uh 
to come up. So I'm very lucky. Yukon, you know, for most people, they never even leave their hometown. Oh my goodness, man, you moved to the other side of the world. Um, was that an adjustment as an American and an American writer to get acclimated out there? Yes, absolutely. I was a young kid. I didn't want to go. You know, I was comfortable hanging out, you know, going to high school and shit here. And, you know, I didn't, wasn't in the, the whole adventure of having to learn to make new friends all over again, all that shit. So, but I did and it was all good. And, you know, change is good, obviously, some of the time. And, uh, so, I mean, it was an exceptional opportunity in that regard. Being an American, uh, a lot of people, you know, people obviously around the world have different perceptions of Americans, and a lot of people think we're arrogant and think we're full of ourselves, which, you know, a lot of the time we may very well be. But, you know, I try not to generalize anybody or anyone, especially, you know, so, you know, take, take, take somebody as they come on a person-to-person basis, I guess, and that's why I... I feel like I got along with a lot of people. I mean, everybody who was cool, I was cool with, you know what I mean? So, I mean, that's just simple human interaction skills, I guess, but, uh, yeah. So when you got out there then, uh, and, you know, it sounds like that's kind of where your graffiti really started taking shape, who most inspired you out there? Like, what were the crews you were involved with? What riders would you like to give some props out to? And uh, let's talk about how you started really evolving and honing your uh, witchcraft. Um, your, your witch doctor skills. Yeah, witch doctors. Uh, um, yeah, my best friend out there, he wrote fives. F-I-V-E-S. Still writes fives. He's like this crazy, crazy talented kid. He's in a hip-hop group right now out there called The Optiman. These guys are just like nice. They have like videos. like videos. What's that, it called that, again? The Optiman. Optiman. Yeah, okay. they're an Australian hip-hop group out there. And you know, they play, like they get their song played on MTV out there in Australia and shit. Like they're pretty big time heads, you know, like they're... They're sick fucking music artists and stuff. But anyway, like, you know, we were farting around in high school and stuff, you know. Help me out. We're all down with graph and we painted graffiti and shit. And, uh, and party together, obviously. And, um, and this kid, pretty much, you know, not single-handedly, but one of the people who showed me how to paint and, like, you know, techniques and, you know, just common sense stuff to a lot of people, you know what I mean? Like, the process of doing a piece, you know, drawing, learning how to do letters, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. And, you know, Australia was cool as fuck because there was awesome people out there. Everyone out there was, or not everybody, but for the most part, lots of really fucking cool folks out there. Really fucking chill. Really fucking dope-ass graffiti scene out there. People are, like, dedicated as fuck. People are weighed down. People fucking, uh, it's a fucking hardcore scene. Like, I mean, people paint trains out there, like passenger trains and, like, I swear to God, I'm not even exaggerating it, like, these fools, like, it's almost like breaking into a prison to paint, like, a fucking train to, like, you know, get in and get out, like, it's fucking hardcore, these kids are, like, they make a lot of people look bad, I mean, I, I don't want to, you know, sound like an asshole, but, I mean, I'm just giving credit to these heads, because they really, really put it down, Spe- people I'm speaking of, uh, specifically, you know, are the people that, uh, I got to, you know, luckily, luckily enough, I got to learn from, which was uh, the DTS crew and uh, my crew, WD, and we were kind of like, you know, brother crews, and um, <clears throat> a lot of kids in D- DTS, like Dammit and Beast and Jade and, you know, all those kids, and, you know, Dammit writes Busy and Seiko, and he's like, 
he's like one of the most fucking hardcore out there writers I've fucking ever had the pleasure to do business with and he uh, definitely inspires me Inspire, he inspired probably the entire city single handedly he's he's he is uh, Brisbane Sledge let's just say that <laughs> that's hard as fuck <laughs> that's dope that's dope so when you got out to Australia well let me back up here what was different for you painting in Australia than out here it sounded kind of like you were on your own out here for yeah. a little bit even though you were inspired from some of the crews and yeah. stuff um, did you have any mentors out here that really assisted at all or? at first no you know I was like I said I was in high school and junior high primarily and I was young you know and like a lot of the, the heads that were putting it down were like a fair fair favorite older than I was you know I mean I was like an annoying little brother but not even related you know like so like none of these kids wanted to show some fucking up-and-coming toy any love which I don't blame them because I don't really like to do that myself you know what I mean for the most part well you know we can elaborate on that later <laughs> but uh, like I said I don't blame them you know what I mean fuck them like uh, so yeah I was I was on my own for a long time and I just got to see stuff and not really know how everything worked and you know God bless me for trying, but it, I was pretty shithouse, man. Like, knew how to do tags, and I barely knew how to do that. So moving to Australia, you were kind of like a uh, transplanted... Tagger. Yeah, uh, tagger. <laughs> tree in a lot of ways, where it sounds like your roots really took hold. Exactly. I, like, uh, the, that. my friend I mentioned earlier, Fives, you know, he, he really taught me how to... Taught me the fundamentals, and I, luckily I was... My brain was allowed to absorb as much as it did, even during all that drinking. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So, and then hanging out around the DTS kids, it's hard not to get inspired by the kind of shit that these guys do. I mean, it's ridiculous. These guys are insane. What do you love most about graffiti, man? Wow, I like one. Oh, there's a bunch of shit, obviously, but I guess the first thing that comes to mind is just like way that it kind of feels like medica medi medication sort of like I get I feel like I get this anxiety built up in my body or whatever or my mind or whatever and I go out and I'll paint a piece or something like that or I'll go bombing or drop some tags or and then I feel better you know what I mean like I, you know, it helps to feel like you know you know revive the soul a little bit you know and and obviously meeting cool people, you know, like best friends that I'll have for the rest of my life, hanging out with them, doing the same shit that we love to do together. I mean, come on, doesn't get much better than that, you know? I mean, I think as far as, I'm sure there's gonna be some up and something else I wanna say after this, obviously, but for right now, we'll go with those few answers. That's awesome, Thank that's you. that's really impressive. Um, You know, there's so many things in Australia that are completely different than the United States. Uh, obviously, beers and toothpaste and things like this. Did paint change? Is there different types of paint out there that you used? How is that? How was the actual technical process? Not processes. I mean, painting is painting in a lot of ways. Yeah. But what were some of the key differences to you writing in, in Australia than out here in Salt Lake? Okay. Yeah, man. Like, you, you bring up an interesting point for sure. Like, the paint out there 
uh, was definitely not as good as what we have in the States, at least at first, from, for one, you know. Back in the first, day. At first, it was like, um, you know, we people did a lot, a lot of paint mixing. They'd mix their own paint, mix their own colors, and et cetera, et cetera. And it was hard to get uh, good paint. Like, you know, they didn't sell Krylon over there. You just didn't, I mean, like, it was, you know, you could, it was around, but it was very, very rare. And if you had Krylon, that was like, oh, shit, you got some Krylon? Wow, like, that's badass. You're going to be doing some shit, right? <laughs> you know, so, You're expected to fuck shit up. Yeah, it's like, oh, wow, you fucking, you'd save that for a nice piece, you know? Wow, jeez. But then, um, you know, people started importing, you know, certain paint companies' paints, and that's when things started to uh, shape up in that regard, so. But, um, yeah, that's about it. So. Oh, cool. Um, do you often miss Australia? I do. Australia's fucking awesome. Anybody who ever gets a chance to go out there, take it. Do it in a second. People out there are fucking cool. You know, obviously, if you're cool, which... I'm sure half of you, all of you listening to this are cool. You gotta be if you're listening to this shit, man. Exactly. So, I mean, people are just weighed down. People like to have a good time. Fucking graffiti everywhere out there. It's a fucking good place to have a good time, party, hang out, trash. Shit, the the way you make it sound is just magnetically irresistible. (laughs) It kind of is, man. It's like, it's like paradise for a kid like myself. I just like to party and fucking paint graffiti, man, so... I was a happy kid. So when you, you know, as as a writer, what did you enjoy writing most? I know you have a very versatile background. I mean, um, is there anything you haven't done? I mean, what do you love to do most? Is it trains? Is it just piecing? Let's talk about more of what you do and made you who you are. Yeah, definitely uh, trains and shit are probably my favorite thing to do. Why is that? Oh, just I, I like the way my pieces look on them. They're, I mean, I like freight train graffiti in general. I mean, obviously, what it's all about. I mean, we don't need to get into that. Everyone knows how that works. Um, but, uh, you know, I never really... I like the whole, obviously, the whole longevity of a piece, being able to travel around the world and represent, you know, me being in another state, and I can, you know, instead of being on just a... a compared to, a, you know, a select few people in my city, I'm all of a sudden, you know... I'm on a national level, I guess, you know what I mean? Which is off, very cool and more worth it to me personally. And I like the the aspect of pe- panels running and I never really got into walls. Like, I'm not going to hate on walls, but for the most part, I think my paint is better served painting trains or, you know, getting utilized in a more illegal fashion. Something that I like, you know, that I prefer to do. I mean, and not only trains, I like to paint you know i like to go bombing i you know i like to go tagging i like to you know painting painting semi-trailers is like one of my favorite things to paint and you know so things that go vroom yeah definitely (laughs) i like anything with wheels on it (laughs) well said (laughs) so um let's talk about some of the the more juicy experiences you've had as a writer in the train yards. What, what, let's talk about what scared, has scared you the death, <laughs> the death in the train yard. Well, any, any really, really life shaping experiences? Life shaping experiences in the yard? Yeah, good or bad. <laughs> um, you know, I don't have anything that's too crazy. I'll, you know, just, 
Uh, I got almost got my leg cut off once in the Rio. I mean, oh, fuck, how did that? <laughs> we were just we were painting the Rio, and we were just getting into the yard just to paint. And there was this coal line that was running on the outside, and we just jumping into the yard as quick as we could. So we got on this moving train and you know, kind of slipped a little bit, but yeah. thank God I didn't uh, slip any further. But so so like you slipped, but you were still holding on. Or yeah, something? exactly. Um, my leg um, kind of fell off of the bottom of the ladder there, and. Could have eaten shit, but I didn't. But so it was, it was all good. Wow. But for the most part, I mean, running into bums and shit like that, or like, you know, nothing, nothing too eventful to be honest with you, man. Ever chased by the law? Any any bulls in that? Hell yeah, you know, you get nothing, nothing that's gonna make a, a real great story. So maybe we'll save that for some some other interesting topics. Something <laughs> save time for other things. <laughs> okay, that's awesome, man. Um, what what uh, what do you what cruise are you down with right now today? Are you in a crew? Yes. Um, what, let's talk about that. I I still write WD, which is that that, that crew from Australia. I was telling. And what does that stand for again? Uh, willful damage. We destroy uh, witch doctors, war dogs. War dogs. Uh, what else? Yeah. Willful damage is the main one. Um, and then I write ARS. I got into ARS out here in oh, wow. late nineties. And uh, actually, I'm pretty proud of my ARS tattoo that I have. There's a couple <laughs> of kids I remember from back in the day, ARS, Wonder and Scare yep. and some kids. Yep. That's, that's, that's cool, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I've only had a chance to meet Scare a handful of times. And I hung out with, with um, what's his? Wonder? Wonder <laughs> just a couple times when I was, like, very first starting to tag and stuff. So... Yeah, how how is it that you were introduced to ARS and uh, did you did you? Well, yeah. How does how does that work? Did well, you respond to an ad? Did they have, yeah. Were they running ads? Graffiti artist Ronded? No, no. <laughs> I, I I met you. I met you. I think I met erupt like uh-huh. just when I when I came back from Australia, and we just hit it off. We were buddies. Pretty much, just started hanging out. You know, just like that. Right after that, and everybody that came with him was so painted you know got to meteorupt and from there you know i was lucky enough to meet the rest of the crew um i actually didn't get into ars like right away or anything by any means either i probably hung out with those kids and wrote whatever for you know i can't remember the amount of time specifically but you know, was it kind of like getting into skull and bones where there's secret handshakes and <laughs> secret uh, secret meetings and stuff you had to participate yeah, it's in? More like a frat rally thing or whatever. You know, I had to like get hazed. Yeah, I got hazed. <laughs> <laughs> they they jumped me in. No, that, that did not happen. Um, we used to, we like to joke about shit like that though. But no, nah, man, it was just you know they, they asked me if I would be into you know putting it up and being down with that crew and I was just like oh for sure so I was lucky enough to get into ARS and I'm very uh, very proud of that so well you should be that's a you know hard as hell crew and much respect to when I said that about the graffiti writer wanted section um, you know mad respect to ARS mad respect well yeah it's a great bunch of guys I couldn't ask for you know we we typically call it ARSF, ARS family, because we like to think of ourselves as a, a family before we're a graffiti gang. So uh, I think that's pretty cool, you know. And that, I mean, you obviously know how ties with between crew members and stuff is important. Uh, 
and that was definitely an important thing for me. I mean, I wouldn't have wanted to be be in any crew who, if I was, you know, had differences with someone or someone didn't have my back or whatever. So uh, it's like I got a whole gang of extra brothers. So I got nothing but good things to say about my crew. What are some of the more memorable experiences that you've had painting with your crew? Mm, there's so many. I mean. Just stupid shit too, you know, like joking in the car, driving on a, driving to a spot, or you know, going to a, going to parties with your fucking crew members and stuff. Like not even shit that has to do with graffiti, just like chilling out with your homies and you know doing stupid shit, you know. Me and Yeti used to go racking all the time together. That was pretty fun. We used to, <laughs> we used to like have battles, see how much paint we could steal, like and try to beat each other, stuff like that. I don't think we got shit on Sledge and Sway, but we tried. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got. I think our record was 50 cans each in one day or something like that. Holy so, cow! Yeah, I mean, I've heard I've heard stories about people making that making us look real, real bad though. So that's racking stories are always fun, but I don't I don't really do that anymore. No. Too old for that shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the CIA has rules about you know their their operatives stealing and shit. So yeah, I'm sure you're bound by law that you don't get to you know. Yeah. Jeopardize your income that way. My, my my security clearance won't allow me to explain that, elaborate on that any further. You're gonna kill me if I ask any further questions. <laughs> <laughs> this tape will self-destruct after we uh, conclude our interview. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, what writers? Uh, we talked about a lot of your crews, man, and your uh, rich experiences uh, traveling around the world. Have you painted outside of state? At all. The states? Uh, yeah, well, just Utah, outside of yeah. this state. Yeah. Where have you been? Oh, let's see. Mexico, Las Vegas. Uh, spent some time in Phoenix with a, a, some friends of mine. That was cool. That's They got a pretty dope scene in, in Phoenix as well. Um, just trying to think where else. Obviously, in Australia. And, uh, yeah. Just, you know, a lot of the surrounding states just passing through you know frisco been to frisco a couple times it's kind of cool to kind of visit the one of the graffiti meccas and stuff and see see how the scene is there and get inspired from shit that you see there and bringing it home or whatever not necessarily styles but maybe just new things had people are doing you know like say when people started doing roll downs off the tops of roofs and stuff like that i'd never seen that shit till i went to frisco and i was like whoa these guys are fucking doing roll down upside down pieces off the tops of roofs i'm like that shit's crazy so it's cool to get out and get to different parts of the world and see how people fucking vandalize it's cool so did um has your as traveling around the world um changed how you've done your art definitely how has it shaped it um i think my the style of graffiti that i choose to paint like the way that you know that my that my stuff looks I think it's it's very much influenced from Australian graffiti, as opposed to uh, American, I guess. Um, yeah, like like I said before, I took a lot of a had a lot of a lot of a influence from from DTS and all those crews, and and I really really like the way that those guys paint their graffiti, and kind of you know my. I'd say mine looks similar, but not the same. But you know, it's a bit of a you know melting of styles. That's what's cool, you know. It's not necessarily where you're from, but people you know, maybe the stuff you've seen, what you feel, and the stuff that I feel, I maybe uh, 
I bite it, man. I'm a fucking biter. I was <laughs> ripping off everybody's shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I definitely have been influenced. We'll say influenced instead of biting and ripping off other people's stuff. Inspired. I mean, I'm influenced and inspired, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's the, that's the political answer right there. That's the can't get in trouble answer. <laughs> well, you know, everybody out there listening to this right now, anybody that has uh, DTS flicks, videos, anybody that has uh, WD videos or flicks, please up- upload them to the Crime Time uh, website, trains that you've seen smashed. Uh, definitely upload upload those to the Golden Spike Empire. Let's uh, definitely give props to where props are due and, uh, you know, have written... Um, and, and you know, I've never even heard of those crews. And thank you so much for bringing that to my attention because uh, I'm all about you know giving credit where credit is due. Are there artists here domestically that you still want to meet? Stateside? Yeah, stateside. That I'd like to meet. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think I, I, I think Revoke's probably one of the dopest writers there's we've ever had. As far as our graffiti history, I don't care if that sounds gay, at all. I just think he's a sick fucking artist, and I like his style like to meet him. I've had the pleasure of meeting Saber. He's a really fucking cool guy. Peace to Saber. Yes. Um, you probably wouldn't remember me for shit, but that's okay. That's okay. I painted with Jace. I'm, he's obviously he's a very cool person. Um, anyone else that I would like to meet? Yeah, probably you know just MS, MSK heads and stuff. I mean, anybody really. I mean, anybody who's cool and you know is you know just a cool person. Well, it's, it's, wants to go and do some damage and just whatever yeah for new kids that are coming up right now and you know shoot man everybody's starting out sometimes has a difficulty coming into their own we talked a little bit about your experience and i can identify with my own i'm not sure that there's one that just there's probably one (laughs) that is born a child prodigy here Mm. what advice can you give writers coming up that are really struggling to find their own style and their own identity and Mm. and you know what what would you say to any of them i don't know man that's a very difficult question actually (sighs) that's a real hard question um Man, I, I honestly don't know how to answer that one, man. I get a calligraphy book and just draw your ass off. And I mean, you can be influenced by people and are inspired by people, you know, but uh, for you to get credit for it and you to get props for it, it needs to be from, needs to be your own, it needs to be from your, your soul, so your heart, That's your, awesome. your hand, so yeah. And just stay with it possibly as well yeah I mean give respect where respect's deserved just because you've been painting for a year or two doesn't mean you're running shit by any means you know I don't, I don't care how many freeway shots you've done how many trains you've painted if you don't respect the people who've come from who've come before you then no one's gonna respect you and you know just keep your mouth shut and let your work do the talking for you no about that because we're talking about um we're talking about respect and uh, I think that's a really important aspect to the subculture and, and graffiti culture in general what are your beliefs about respect in in the area of graffiti and and what it's all about I was very lucky to uh, to have people came before me and uh, I was lucky enough to know that I should show respect and uh, you know I mean I don't see why anyone wouldn't more or less really I mean I had you know I grew up in the in the day when sledge and sway were just destroying Salt Lake and uh, 
I would never for a minute try to, you know, put myself above them, you know, or, you know, try to think I could do it better or anything like that. I mean, people, you know, I've had people around that have been, you know, just pioneers and learned from everything that they've done and respected it and never questioned, like, uh, you know, their worthiness, I guess you could say, you know, just like, for example, you know, writer, psycho or whatever, writes for two years and paints a lot or whatever, right? But, you know, that's two years, you know, big deal. Like, people have been doing that way longer and way, have paid way more dues than just, you know, putting in a lot of work for two years straight and then not doing anything else, you know what I mean? So, it's, uh, it's a longevity thing, it's a respect thing, you know? You, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Are there, well, I, I, don't, I don't believe I'm about to ask this, but I'm going to. Do you think that there should be some rules for how people go about doing graffiti yeah. uh, along, that goes along with that respect thing? And, and what, how would you spell that out? What would that yeah, look like to you? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's the unspoken herd rules, you know what I mean? The whole, the whole you know, ethics of graffiti, you know? Like, like Sledge was saying in his interview, you don't, you don't hit certain spots, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, your piece goes over a throw up, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, like all these things, these are just like common things that, that people coming up should just know, you know, showing respect for others, like for, for, for people who've come before them, that should just be known, you know, not painting a church <laughs> should just be known, you know, people, when they're first toy or you know, when they're first starting out, they, you know, they don't, they may not know shit like that. So I've actually heard an interesting quote, you know, like so I had somebody ask me about my city and and what they what I thought of like up and coming writers and stuff, and I was just like, oh, you know, there's a lot of toys, you know, a lot of toys in Salt Lake, it sucks. And he's like, well, you know, it's kind of your fault. And I was like, really? Why? And he's like, well, who's there to teach him? You know what I mean? Like, you know, they're only doing what they're doing because they don't know any better. And it's like he almost kind of explained to me like I had a responsibility to show the ropes to a, a younger generation to uh you know make it all mutually acceptable and respected and everything so yeah there's that awesome that's really that's really deep actually i'm kind of stunned first interview where i've actually been at a loss for words after that that's important i believe is uh, uh definitely teaching the younger kids what we know and with with the areas of beef and stuff, have there been beefs in your life and in your history as painting that have shaped you and how you saw graffiti afterwards? Yep, you bet. You see this? Yeah, you're pointing to a nice, good scar and a sizable yeah. scar on your lip there. Yeah, I got sucker punched at uh, by some some fucking person. I don't even know what the fuck this shit this fucking clown wrote. But anyway, you know, just stupid, still stupid graffiti shit, man. Like. Some some kids were on the internet narc, trying to like narc me out or something. I kind of it's been so long. Yeah, I've, I mean I've definitely been in fights over this shit. I mean when I lived in Australia, I mean not a lot by any means. That was just the one fight right there. And like when I lived in Australia, I got in a brawl with some other kid, and you know that's just part of graffiti. I mean for the most part, I'm a really fucking chill person, easy to get along with, like. Etc. Etc. Like I, you know, really don't consider myself to have a, an ego by any means. Well, maybe just a little bit, but you know, 
other than that, um, yeah, I've had to I've had to stand up for myself, but there's nothing wrong with that. So, how do you feel about um, people murdering each other over art? That's stupid. It's fucking retarded. Somebody, I mean, beat down like somebody somebody catching a a, a beat down is part of this game. I think you know what I mean. If you're gonna act like an asshole and you're gonna do stupid shit, if you're gonna burn someone's spot, if you're gonna you know narc somebody out. <laughs> You deserve to get your ass beat, but you don't deserve to get killed, and that's that's the difference. So, be killing. I, yeah, that's ridiculous. I should stupid save that for some stupid gang shit. <laughs> <laughs> I I agree. Hello. Uh, so, um, what? Uh, how is graffiti really, really? Well, shoot, you've been painting forever now. So you're still you, writing. You're you, still painting. You wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know that I've been painting for so long. Well, you know, you don't really strike me as a writer as I as I just meet you, um, and really? I think that's just be- well. Come on, let's face it, man. We're a little bit older than we were when we were younger, yes, and we both it's, are. Yeah. <laughs> when we were younger, it was really easy to spot writers just by the that's way they true. dress and stuff like that's that. That's true. How has that changed? How has uh, um, have you noticed uh, a decline? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I uh, I'm older. I'm, I'm like you said, we're getting older, man, and. Uh, by no means am I a spring chicken anymore. That's for sure. <laughs> um, I'm choking on my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've been married. You know, I mean, fuck, half the graffiti writers fall off the planet when they get a wife and shit, or let alone a kid or whatever. You know, I mean, but not you. Uh, well, I wouldn't. I'll, t- I'll tell you right now, I like to paint a lot more than I do now. That's for sure. But, but you I still just, paint though. You know, it's just uh, yeah, I do. I mean, but it's not like as much as I would like to be, but by any means. Sure. You know, I mean, back when I was painting a lot, as I, you know, once a week was a lot for me, at least anyway. You know, at least trying to get at least one train a week or something like that. That was a lot to me in general. I mean, I, that's like cheese dick shit to like a lot of people. I mean, 500 trains a year is a lot to some people, but I mean, you know, once a week doing a nice clean panel, a good panel, whatever, that's that's being motivated and painting good shit or whatever, you know. So, I mean, but nowadays I'm married. Uh, I have a little harder time getting around than I used to. I have, uh, full-time job I mean pretty responsible fucking job got a mortgage all that shit you know I'm getting old you know I'm starting to lose my hair I mean fuck dude like yeah yeah but you know what for for for, for all that it's said and, and 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 done like you know um you know you've, you've not only just paid your dues you're you're still painting and it seems that it's because of passion and not just because of something you're obligated to do right yeah I definitely you know I, I do what I do because I like it and uh, you know, do what you feel. I mean, that's a that's a that's a pretty easy model to live by. You know, do you know everybody should do that. I mean, I don't know why anyone wouldn't. So, I mean, everybody that's painting right now should be painting for the simple fact that they like to get down with some graffiti shit, and not because they want to look cool or whatever. So. What, what about that? What about the writers out there that are... I mean, because there's, there's obviously an element to graffiti where, where there's ego involved. It's almost inescapable. Yes. Um, but what about those that do it strictly because it's the cool thing or because you can buy graffiti clothing at Hot Topic now or they're the next whatever? That's well, pretty sad, you know? I personally don't know anyone like that, thank God. So I try to keep myself away from anyone who's not like a someone who's down or whatever I guess you could say <laughs> but uh, yeah I mean if you're just in it for that I mean might as well just fucking quit 
<laughs> you know, going back to uh, the passion of it, and you're doing it because you love it. Um, you and I share a friend, uh, Kerr. Yes, we um, do. We're both close. And, yes. you know, talking to him, he had shared something with me that uh, passion is the payoff. Yeah. That kid. I mean, that's another person I didn't really get a chance to mention uh, being influenced by and stuff. But me and him were partners for years. And he pushed me and made me do, like, the best graffiti that I possibly could. So I have a thousand thanks to him and uh, for all the love that he showed me you know, when I was still coming up and trying to find my own as a, as a, as a writer. And uh, passion, yeah, it is the payoff. You're absolutely right. I mean, we do this, we do this stuff because we love it. Easier, you know, that easy. That easy. Do you have um, any beliefs about people making money uh, doing art? And I mean, is there is there a separation between making money uh, with graffiti influence art and graffiti itself? Um, if you're if you're able to do that, then fucking go at it. Do your thing. You know, this world's fucking way too hard to live in anyway. Without you know struggling for money in other instances. Um, yeah, if you're talented enough to fucking paint murals for people and get paid for it and shit fuck more power to you man like that's awesome but for somebody like myself i'll honestly tell you that you know i'm not that artistically inclined i mean i can paint letters like y-u-k-o-n and that's about it you know i mean i do i do that and that's that's kind of all i know i mean i can i don't think i'm gonna be getting a, a serious payout doing any like you know throw-ups anytime soon or anything like that you know what i mean so if, if you can Edmund make Man's it happen, not going to show up to your house no no so i mean if you can make it happen and if you're sick then you've deserved it obviously you need to get paid and yeah all that how is um is there outside of uh graffiti art itself uh, shaping you and impacting you as a man have there been other elements of that culture hip-hop culture that have shaped how you do graffiti uh, music or dance or anything like that at all? Or has uh, it just been strictly art for you? Hip-hop definitely, you know, got me into graffiti, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of people have different stepping stones that they, you know, uh, come across to get into the culture or whatever. And that happened to be one of mine. And, uh, you know, a lot of people skate, a lot of people whatever, you know, and like, you know, meet like-minded heads through different things like you know, music and skateboarding, etc., shit like that. And uh, I could never skate, so <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I was regardless if I was into hip hop or not, which I, I I was. I was I was I was down. I was I was into graph. I was in, I was into it. So word. Yukon, what would you in your in your assessment? What what makes a good graffiti writer? Well, that's an extremely good question. Uh, there are many things, and um, I think general to, to generally just put it in one one sentence, it would be, or one sort of expression, be well-rounded. And when I say well-rounded, I mean somebody who can do throw-ups and make them sick. Somebody who can piece and make it look sick. Somebody who can do simples, make them look sick. Somebody who can bust characters, make them sick. Trains, sick. Somebody that does illegal shit, hardcore shit, sick, sick, sick. You know what I mean? Hand styles, everything. You know, someone who, to me who is a fucking dope graffiti writer is somebody that does, that covers pretty much every aspect gamut of graffiti and fucking kills it. So, yeah. 
have there been any legal entanglements where your Jedi mind tricks did not work and you ended up getting caught? Um, <laughs> yeah, well, sort of. I, you shouldn't you shouldn't go bombing too wasted sometimes. A lot of people do that, you know, but... Why, why is that? <laughs> it's because you're not as quiet. You're not as on your game as you would be normally, I guess. You take a, do a little bit more dumbass shit. Everyone... Everyone who drinks has had one of those nights, I'm sure, or they've just been like, "Oh, why am I, why am I not in jail right now?" or something like that. <laughs> but uh, I mentioned to you that I had a story about Graf and how I got shit got a little hairy. But it's not; it wasn't even really about Graf. It was just me, like you know. We actually we ended up painting that night. And we went to celebrate afterwards. Where was this here in this is, this in, the, in where were we at? This was in. Uh, I went to visit. Uh, my homeboy, damn it, that, that dude that writes Seiko and Busy as well. In Australia? He, no, this is actually, he, he spent some time stateside for a while in Texas, and I was down there hanging out with him, and we took a trip to Mexico, and uh, we were down there, and we ended up painting like a city spot in this town, I don't even remember what the fuck it was called, and uh, we're like, yeah, cool, fucking we're in Mexico, let's go celebrate now, or whatever, so we, <laughs> we go to this bar, it's like $10 while you can drink, and we get fucking wasted. And I come out of the, the, this bar or whatever, and I've got this drink in my hand, and apparently you can't have uh, alcohol in the streets of Mexico. I didn't know that. And uh, I had these, there's basically cops waiting at the door for me, or for anyone really, that, that, for that matter. And they said, no, you're arrested. And I was just like, but what? You know, whatever. And like, they put a handcuff on me, and I was just starting to freak out. I'm just like, whoa, whoa, easy. You know, this is like, I've heard stories about people disappearing in Mexico, and I'm like, this is not going to happen to me. And I'm like, fuck this. So I was like, you know, they only had the one cuff on right then. And I was like, I got to bust out of here. I'm never going to fucking see my family again and Did shit. Did you fish up the cop with the other one? <laughs> <laughs> no, I should have. I fuck, I ended up breaking away from these guys. And I fucking, I only got about 20 feet until fucking they all grabbed me and tackled me, threw me in the other cuff and threw me in the back of the car. <laughs> and I was like, oh, God damn, I pissed him off. Now I'm really screwed, you know? These fucking dudes are going to probably kick my ass and let me rot. And I'm, my homeboy, damn it, that I was there with, he's like, he snuck around the front of the car and on the street side. And the cops were all on the sidewalk side. And he knocks on the door and just peeks his head up over there. You know, he's, he mouths the words to me, I'm going to get you out. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, fuck, please do. I'm like, oh, my God, do it. So he tries to open the back door. It's locked. So he opens the driver's door on my on the cop car, puts his hand around in and unlocks my door while, you know, because I'm sitting in the back of the cop car and uh, unlocks the door and opens it. And as soon as this happens, another cop car just rolling up behind the one that I'm in. <coughs> and he sees these, he sees them coming. They, they're about four cops literally go to grab this guy. And he is like a machine. Like a fucking like soldier, he like sh literally shook off like four of these fucking Mexican cops and just fucking literally <laughs> booked it half like a mile to the border and like he was gone and I'm still sitting in the back of this fucking cop car, thinking that I'm gonna rot in prison for the rest of my life. <laughs> and some fucking random hero dude just like went up to the cops and was like just paid him off and I ended up like paying this guy back and was just, just some random dude just saved my life, man. It was, it was awesome. Well, thank you, mystery angel out there. That uh, I owe you. I mean, no, actually, I paid you already, but thanks. <laughs> thanks again. <laughs> thanks again. Yeah, fuck, man. Good on you. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, I guess the moral of the lesson is out there that if your buddy's in the back of the cop car, free his ass. <laughs> yeah, if you, 
if you, if you feel like if you feel like you can do it, I guess go for it. Yeah, if you can run like Steve Austin, six billion dollar man. Huh? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, we're, we're that that much kudos to you out there. Damn it, that's yeah, dope as hell. Crazy, crazy nice like that, dude. He's a soldier for sure, man. Good looking out. So, what about the camaraderie with uh, graffiti and being out with crew? Met the uh, you know met heads that are like my brothers, you know, like people. You know, that's that's one thing that I learned from when I moved to Australia. You know, is that I can. You can pick up and leave, and you can find a, a new friend and anywhere else around the world as long as you have something in common with somebody. You know what I mean? And like I had music and graffiti in common with like people in a country that was thousands of miles away from where I lived. You know what I mean? And like they became my best friends, and you know, like they'll be my friends, my best friends till the day I die. And people here in you know in Salt Lake, you know, I mean, those are my those are my fucking family right there, and. I mean, there's a serious camaraderie. There's a serious uh, brotherhood amongst amongst graffiti writers. At the same time, though, I mean, I've met the fucking coolest people I've ever met through this, the game, and the raddest people I've, you know, ever. And at the same time, I've met some of the most worthless fucking people that I can't even fucking stand to look at or think about through this same game. So you get all kind, you get all types. Got it. And so you were saying that and your energy shifted as we are talking about uh, those. You and I both recognize uh, several people even here locally that uh, fit that, that second profile there. So yeah. just not even not even worth giving them even any conversation about. But yeah. what, what, what's next for you? What, um, yeah, what's, what's, what's next for UConn? Oh, I haven't even thought about it. That's a good question. Get better, I guess. And try to... Uh, Try to not become a has-been, that's for sure. <laughs> Try to at least maintain my uh, somewhat somewhat of my uh, status, I guess you could say. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Is it, pos- it. is it possible to become a, a, a has-been, you know, doing what you're passionate about, even if it's not as frequently as we like? Oh, it depends. I guess, well... If it's in, in your own eyes, it can be either in you know eyes of others or your own. So, what do you uh, choose? Um, I mean, as long as I'm having a good time doing what I'm doing, then I, I probably wouldn't pay a whole lot of attention to what other people would say. But at the same time, I like hearing stuff like, "Wow, that guy paints a lot," or "That guy's got a lot of dope shit and he's up a lot." But you know, so. Yeah. Cool, man. With such a diverse experience, um, you know, riding worldwide, you've you've done a little bit of everything uh, with your craft, trains, and everything with wheels. It sounds like, yeah. and have really honed, uh, you know, your craft with uh, uh, brilliant colors and color schemes and the size of your your riding. And um, going back to your roots, getting back to when you first started, and what uh, can you remember the very first tags that you saw that you recognized like oh, yeah. like that's a tag and mm-hmm, what what effect did that have on you definitely i was you know what probably seventh seventh or eighth grade my dad used to drive me to junior high school in the morning and you know freeway ride to churchill junior high and that's back when sadk and aod were you know 
putting it down hard and like I remember just you know I would just scan the freeways on the way to work or when I was on the way to school and I fuck one morning I saw that these SADK fucking throw ups just for like miles like barrier walls and I was just like I was like dad dad look at this shit I'm like can you fucking believe this stuff I'm like wow that shit is fuck like just crazy and he's like you like that shit that's fucking garbage I'm just like whatever man like from then on I was like holy shit and like like I think like that's like my moment like I knew like that's what I like wanted to do with my life like, it was like the hand of God like, hit you I was like yeah that's that's the kind of shit that I want to do right there and that was like definitely like one of the things a, a turning point in my life for sure that I remember just going damn I wish I could do that so yeah. so as you were experiencing uh, SADK's art and mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously AOD at the same time. What yep. riders here have been uh, really shaped the impact of, of what you do? Um, Sledge and Sway for sure, man. Like when those guys had their wanted posters up and shit, I was just like mind boggled. What uh, do you mean by that? The, Explain that to the, the, the world out there, the world community. Mind, what do you mean yeah, by the, that? The wanted posters. Yeah, I mean Sledge and Sway, they had this this postering campaign where they had they said wanted sledge and sway like old school western style fucking you know <laughs> get get these fucking train bandit type folks you know reward kind of thing and this was when AOD was just you know going all out and I can't remember what year was it 95 maybe I don't know something like that and fuck dude I mean this is you know when they came out and sledge and sway and AOD had the whole the whole thing in City Weekly you know like I like cut that out and you know, taped it up on my wall in my house where I would where I would draw and shit. And so when I was first getting in, you know, interested in hip hop music and just graffiti and shit, and I was like, man, these guys are fucking soldiers. You know what I mean? And like, and they just did it with class, and like, it's very very inspiring to say the least. And uh, I mean, people have a lot of a romantic sense of a uh, uh, you know the way that they fell into graph and how, what turned them on to it and those guys fucking you know we'd go down to the little kai wall and stuff like all like all the time every other day you know we were toyed out as fuck just to like see if there was new pieces and stuff down there and i remember when that when that shit was just really new and just like so different and i was just like you know like a, a, like you know, so new to it and it was just so different crazy and exciting i was i mean it was profound it had a real impact on my life it's all I could think about and then from then on it's just kind of become that sickness that thing in your mind where you you, know, you just can't get it out of your head until you fucking put fucking hand to can or pen, pen hand to pen or whatever you know paint the I mean? wall paint the wall whatever <laughs> yeah man so yeah those so that's that's pretty funny wouldn't you agree about a wanted poster <laughs> writers writing wanted yeah. posters for themselves those guys are some smart asses and those things were fucking everywhere too that was awesome. <laughs> How? I wish I, it was one of those things I wish I would have thought of it and I would have done it. <laughs> it was like me with the Floby. Damn. <laughs> how how is uh, how is humor? Yeah. Uh, what's your what's your opinion about humor and, and oh, uh, graffiti writers and I think stuff? It's great. Nothing more. I don't like nothing more than having a good laugh. <laughs> Real. I'm a little dry right now. You have to forgive me, but I can I can be pretty funny sometimes. I, I, I swear. I promise. <laughs> I need a couple of drinks as well. People tell me I'm funny sometimes, but I remind them looks aren't everything. So, <laughs> oh yeah. 
Bazing. Bazing. <laughs> so uh, that's awesome, man. Um, any aspirations to get back to Australia? Uh, yeah, I'd love to. Whether or not that's gonna happen, I don't know. This money's funny, so I actually have one of my homeboys coming out here, not too, not too, not too far from now. So that'll be cool. Gonna come out and hang out with me out here. Cool. Yeah, I'm excited. Are there any not changes, but what would you like to see have most have happen with graffiti art right now? Oh, you know, I honestly don't. What would I like to see change? Or change or, or just have happen period like i'd like to see people be more respectful i guess of you know people who came before them and respect you know that they were the ones you know like i have a spot right and this one spot that i paint and people need to realize that i found that spot it's my spot i paint there you know what i mean and if i don't know you and i didn't say it was okay for you to not paint there you're not welcome okay you know and like Otherwise, you're gonna get Jedi on their ass, aren't well, you? Either, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna. I'm <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't play your CIA training down. I got it. No, dude. dude I was just say, man. Trained in the art of war. I got it. If they want to beat up on me, they're more than welcome to it. That's all I'm saying. But, oh. I, but pretty much, I'm fucking. I go over. I'll go over your shit, man. I'm, I don't. I don't want to sound like Mr. Tough Guy here because that's not the person I am, but. You know, but respect's necessary. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, Word. yeah. I mean, people—they know who they are. Sure. So. Well, Yukon, what uh, what else would you like to leave uh, the community out here in general and uh, this culture, everybody out there at uh, Crime Time and uh, Golden Spike Empire, Apostle International? What would you like to share with them at this point? Hmm. Um. Um. Until you're until otherwise noted. You're not like the shit. <laughs> Tell fucking hella people or whatever. How how would they know? <laughs> how maybe uh, when you start getting pubbed or maybe when you start you know when your shit starts showing up in magazines and people talk about you and they think you're dope or whatever. You know, not just your crew members and not just you know the, the girls you go to high school with or whatever and you know you know let your let let your work speak for itself. Don't fucking you know. Keep your fucking mouth shut and just let your fucking let your let your let it do what it do. You know. <laughs> Any final thoughts or contributions here? Yeah, I just want to say how how flattered I am that someone would even want to hear what I have to say about graffiti. That's mind-boggling to me, actually. Even you know, I mean, I you now everyone's their own worst critic. Everyone always says that or whatever, but. Uh, that mean that's it means a lot for people to actually care what I have to say or to see what I you know to to want to you know to like my graph or anything like that you know I think that's really fucking cool and that's one of the things I've been working hard on for a while a good portion of my life and it uh, it feels good to have it I guess pay off I mean um, you know like I was telling you earlier I mean having somebody such as yourself fucking like AOD like wanting to like talk to me about painting graffiti and shit it's like kind of mind-boggling to me man like that's uh it, I always wanted to be that kid coming up you know I was like a little little youngster wanted to be in the dope crew wanted to fucking 
be pretty be a famous head you know be you know be dope be good at graph and be up and have people be stoked on my shit you know and uh you know there were times i almost i called it i almost called it quits because i was fucking so frustrated because i suck so bad you know what i mean but you know i uh I've said this before, mostly to myself, but uh, I'm thankful for the, uh, I wish I was more like artistically inclined and talented, but I am thankful for the qualities and skills that I do have. And uh, I mean, there's there's people that, you know, 90% of Salt Lake could tear me apart on paper, you know what I mean? Or, But I, I, I do what I do, I do the stuff that I know how to do. And I, I think I'm a pretty good critic after being in this game for as many years as I have been. So I like to think I know what I can do that looks good and stuff that can hang with other people's shit. And uh, like I said, it's just a fucking honor to to be interviewed by somebody like yourself, like yourself. And uh, so uh, dare I say, it's like a dream come true, man. Fucking full circle kind of thing, you know? So well, thank, thank you, you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. And uh, I've been honored to have uh, sat with you and you've taken your time out of your busy schedule, commitments and everything to, to share with us your feelings, your beliefs, uh, the respect for the culture, your contribution, and uh, you know, educating the masses out there about, about uh, you know, the philosophies in the, in the real life. And, uh, you know, and what you deserve to know also is that uh, it was at a great request by many people that we sat and have this interview and uh, I apologize to you that it took so long to no. finally chase you down and you get, you, and get you here. You so. to me at all, man. Like I said, this is a total fucking honor for me. Thank you. I right. truly appreciate that. That's great. Awesome. Well, uh, all you boys and girls out there, Crime Time, uh, Crime Time, Golden Spike Empire, Apostle International, uh, Health and Abundance. Remember, abundance is your birthright. Stay up. Expect the very best. Be prepared for the worst, and try to be aware of everything. Any last, any last thoughts? Get it in ya. <laughs> Peace out, Yukon. Mad love. Adios. <laughs>